welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to challenge you with a writing exercise around poetry. Okay, so I need the gloves that have the touchscreen because now I'm one-handed driving, in the, and it's freezing. Hold on, hold on, people. Okay, glove on, ready to go. All right, so you guys know me. It's my morning commute, and I want to share with you an experience that occurred yesterday. And I hope that it can inspire you to go out and complete the same exercise or something similar to it. Okay, I love state parks. Um, I love to go hiking. So if people would ask me, like, what my hobbies are, you know, you know, I don't think of writing as a hobby. I do think of my reading as a part of my research, but it's also a hobby as well. But I love being out. Just out. Just being in trees. There's something about being surrounded by trees that just does my soul good. And I didn't find that later until like until later in life. I didn't find that as a teenager or a young adult. So I am now working in a place that has a state park that is nearby. Now there are many benefits to that. One, I have a beautiful view um, as I drive, if I go that way. <laughs> but two, it gives us access to be able to do field trips. Now, when I was a teenager, if you would have said, let's go hiking on some trail, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I might have been like, what? This is crazy. This is ridiculous. But maybe I wouldn't have been. And maybe that would have given me many more years to be in the trees. So last year, I started poetry in the park. So they can't take anything to write with on their day in the park. They are to experience the park. And last year I got phenomenal poetry that not even, you know, I'm not going to say it surprised me because young adult work never surprises me to the point where I'm like, I can't believe such and such did that because our students are so imaginative and creative. They just don't believe in themselves, many of them, and or they have never sat down and attempted. And last year was the case. I had students who had never written poetry, didn't really read much poetry, they said, unless they were forced to, and came up with some phenomenal works. And I knew what it was. It was being inspired in a park, in a place that felt like you were in another world. You were not in a classroom with what's new at our school or, you know, objectives staring at them and a list of things to do. It was one word in their head as they walked through the park with their friends. So this year, I decided I got to do it again. And we do it three times a year because it just changes so much in the world you know how it is if you like to hike from one season to the next it's almost as if 
you can go to a place and it looked brand new. So we went yesterday and I asked one of my colleagues to go as a chaperone, but mainly just because she's my friend too and I wanted her to experience just the loveliness of poetry in the park. Especially a colleague that is, you know, constantly in demand. Like, she is like a superwoman at the workplace. And I felt like this could be an opportunity for her just to see our students at their very best in a place that is just breathtaking. So, she went along. And so your challenge is going to be similar to what I challenged myself and her and my students. It is to think of one word. Walk in thinking of one word. Now you can pick any word you want, but if you want to do like what we did yesterday, which was November 27th, if you guys are catching this late, it was change. The word was change. And go in with a with a camera, with your phone. Um, some of my students had to use iPads because they don't have phones. And um, I really, I, I brought my husband's uh, fancy uh, camera. He's got one of them fancy ones. I brought it last year, and it takes just beautiful pictures. I completely forgot to bring it, but I won't the next time because I have found a photographer in my group. Um, but just that's what you take with you take you some water take you some snacks and spend the morning out if you can spend the afternoon out if you can but give yourself fairly amount of you know a, a chunk of a fairly good chunk of time so we got there about 9 a.m. and we stayed until 10:30 and we broke up into small groups and we explored. So I had two chaperones and myself and the challenge was to think of change, the word change in some way, somehow, and just let the park inspire you. And I encouraged them to take tons of pictures and you guys know I've told you a million times I'm a visual learner. I know you're getting sick of hearing it. But I love pictures. And pictures can evoke that place and that time. And when you're away, you can look back at the pictures and you may come up with a new idea that you wouldn't have thought of at the time. So, take pictures. Now, we didn't listen to music. There were no headphones allowed. It was just to listen and to be in the moment. You know how you'll read all of these blogs or you'll, you'll hear people talk about we need to be present. And you may say, well, you're allowing, you know, us to use our phones or technology, but it's only just to capture those pictures. It's not to then quickly check Facebook or, or try to call someone. It's to completely just 
get away from your hectic world just for an hour or two and experience the change right now. No matter what season you're in, there is a change. And then if you need a time, you may want to write right there. You know, I couldn't. I was leading my groups. Um, I couldn't write right there, even though I probably would have loved to. I told you before, one of my bucket lists is to sit in a butterfly garden and write. I would have loved to just sit on one of the benches by the lake and just had a field day, you know, writing, 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 writing. But I didn't want to because I wanted to share in the experience with my students and kind of model what it would look like today in class scrolling through the pictures and then writing on the spot and I'll tell you that when I first got there I was thinking well you know typical change leaves and I told the kids don't just box yourself into that because you know there's so much more that you can see just open yourself up to seeing what you're meant to see and you're all meant to see something unique that's the beauty of this exercise or this challenge and as I walked through the first thing I noticed was a man running and he had on all black and he was counting out loud he was he was actually mumbling I could tell that he was using numbers and he was counting and he didn't have any headphones in and I was wondering is he the Apple Watch, you know those fancy things that count up your steps. I've got friends that have that fancy mess. I was thinking, is he counting his steps as he pounds through the park? And that's when I realized I want to write a poem today about people in the park and how they change from one person to the next. So my student, his iPad, of course, you know, went out, and he wasn't able to use it, so I, immediately I give him my phone, but then I have to give him extra instructions. I'm like, every time you see a stranger, do a snap, so that way I can remember the order in which I see these people, so I can kind of come back. Like, I know exactly the only person that said good morning until the last person said hello so like I, I remember that but the order to me that's what I wanted to do with the stanzas I wanted to um, and we think you know we didn't see a million people in the park that early but we did see a handful a variety of people and it changed and it was perfect for me so this student that took my phone, the reason why I know I have a photographer in my class, and I'm going to be praying that um, I'm going to write a grant. I'm going to try to get some um, equipment. But I'm praying that one of them is going to be, you know, like cameras. I want some 360s. I want a GoPro, that kind of stuff for kids. That when we do these things, but... I'm praying that he gets an opportunity to get his own camera because the pictures on my phone when I got back and I transferred 
them over to Google Photos so I could put them into my Google Classroom. Oh my gosh, y'all, they, they are like spectacular. They are the, and, and I'm not like a art, I'm not an artist, but I can appreciate the value of a good picture. But the way that he knew about lighting and shading and angling, and I, w- I went to the art teacher with my phone and I said, I can't wait for you to get this freshman one day because this freshman has an eye. This freshman is amazing. And I said, and I'm sure the rest of mine are too. But let me show you what I see now. And I showed her some of the pictures. Like, I'm keeping those pictures forever. So today, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. You know, I get excited when I know I'm going to get an opportunity to write and to model in front of my students. But watching their faces as they have an epiphany moment when they say oh I really like what I just did here and they surprise themselves like that's worth it all when we did the childhood memories and I'll share that one with you on another day that exercise um, I already saw evidence of what they can do so today I'm really looking forward to our lesson on creative writing and, and just to, to give them that opportunity to sit with their pictures. So last night, my friend, and I'm telling on her, that's okay, I don't think she would mind. She messaged me and she said, I did it. I took your challenge because I challenged her to take her photographs that she compiled, go through them, and write a poem. And she was like, but I'm no poet. Then she was like, but everybody's a poet. And then she said, okay, I'll do it. So she talked herself into it. And she texted me about how she had not written poetry since a creative writing class in high school. And she forgot how good it felt to write. And as you guys know, writing does just feel good writing can be a you know many emotions for us but we can all agree that writing feels good so maybe challenge someone else to go with you and do the same take a small group take your family doesn't have to be something done in isolation. I will encourage you though that if you go out with a group, pick one word and you all have that word in your head because that's kind of like your theme topic, your topical direction of where you would go and just see how unique everything will come out create your own poetry anthology with your family. That's what I'm doing with the kids. I figure that by the time we're done, we're going to have 56 poems that I'm going to put in a book format. And we're doing um, like a book creator app that's free. And we're going to um, digitize it. And that way they'll have a digital copy. We could do it that way. Or I can just combine all their Google Slides and uh, Adobe Sparks and Links 
and we can do it that way. I haven't uh, quite figured out what the end product is going to look like. I might do both. But, and try Adobe Spark if, um, if you've never done that too. That's amazing and easy. But I just challenge you to go out and try it. Even if you write fantasy and you don't really write poetry or, you know, or maybe you're a nonfiction writer, just take this leap of faith, trust me, and have you some time and do what I call poetry in the park. And we said it the best we could by changing our accents yesterday, not being silly about it. But I will tell you that it is one just phenomenal experience that will really rejuvenate you. It will inspire you. Trust me. So as I wait today to write about how people changed in the park, I know that my friend took a picture of the cracked cemented trail and how there was growth in every crack. And she checked the cracks each time there was always growth, whether it would be moss or wheat, there was growth. So she's gonna talk about when things change, you can still grow from that. How beautiful is that? And that's why I told you it's special if you pick like the same word and keep that word in your head because then you'll get to see other perspectives. You're in the same place. But see how words or pictures or what catches your eye, how that captivates you to write. So good luck with your challenge. If you write your poetry from Poetry in the Park, I would just love to read it. We could read some of them on the podcast together. That would be fun. So my email is Jen Lowry Writes, J-E-N-L-O-W-R-Y-W-R-I-T-E-S at gmail.com. So if you'd like to be featured on the podcast and read some of your poetry that you've done from this exercise, just download the Anchor app and send me an email and we can arrange for it to happen. Or if you would just like for me to read it for you, I would love to do that. Give you a shout out. So we'll do a poetry reading. Maybe I can convince my friend to do to do hers. All right. You guys have a blessed day. Goodbye.